Okay, Divorce Not an Option podcast. Thanks for joining us. Hey, y'all. Please be sure to subscribe and follow our podcast so that you can be automatically alerted when we produce a new episode on iTunes, Spreaker.com, Google Play, YouTube, and SoundCloud. And tell a friend and repost and retweet this podcast for us. Thank you. What is the hey, y'all? I don't know. I'm a Texas girl. That's just what I do. (laughs) (laughs) I just say hey, y'all. That's not, you're not country at all. You know what, my people are country. I have been um, trained to, you know, let a little bit out at a time. But yeah, I I got that East Texas in me. So, so is hey y'all like a normal thing that you do? Like if you say it's a family, Uh like you going over, like if everybody's gathered for Christmas dinner and you walk in you say, hey, y'all, yep. to your brothers, yep. your auntie, and you walk in the exactly. room and say, hey, y'all. Okay. Exactly. So okay. now we all family. <laughs> right. Okay. Hey, y'all. So, oh, okay. So you, you're approaching the podcast listeners and saying, hey, family, how exactly. are y'all doing? That's exactly. what the hey, y'all is. Okay. I, I thought about it. I listened to the last week's podcast, and it just dawned on me. You say, hey, y'all, at the beginning of every podcast. I really did think about that. And you say like it is intentional. It is not like that's not in the script. Hey y'all is not in the script podcast listen. She ad libbing that into the script every I gotta week. represent you know? my Texas. Okay. <laughs> you start off with, hey y'all. I and I wonder, is it even on purpose? Like do you write it in your, your script or you I just naturally, naturally when we start off? That's how hey, I start. Hey y'all. Hey y'all. Alright, come back. Come back. Okay. <laughs> Today, today we're going to talk about an article on stephenjamesdixon.com. And for people who look for these articles, sometimes people contact me. My website is pretty straightforward. Like, if you go to stephenjamesdixon.com and you click on articles, there's articles for marriage, there's articles for divorce, there's articles for husbands, for wives, for dating. There's a whole other page for divorce is not an option articles I've written. Um, there's another page for love capacity stuff I've written. Um, one of the most fun parts I never get to talk about, we got to get into this again, uh, Tamara, one day, is I used to write um, Q&A oh, articles yeah. where people would submit questions. Those were so much fun. People loved those. You know, we may have to just pull from some of those sometimes. Yeah, that's not a bad them, idea. Um, um, but today we're talking about 10 ways to go from girlfriend okay. to wife. So, I just made this transition from girlfriend to wife um, a few months ago. <laughs> Oh, you you want me to just turn off? Like you can just handle this. I go now. I am not. You got an this expert one. on this, but I will say, um, you know, a lot of the things that we're going to talk about. I just did. Um, I think it was just a a natural progression, um, and it was not stuff that I had been doing before. And it's just, you know, after messing up so many times, you finally start figuring out how to do it right. And um, I think that's just kind of it was just a progression of have, having made so many mistakes <laughs> so. that is an interesting point you won't dig into that um, now you let's wait let's get into the the article and then we can we can dig into it okay 10 ways to go from girlfriend to wife what's interesting about this article was this was my very first article that i wrote for essence.com oh, wow. now i'm feeling all sentimental that means it's so the first was- article i edited yep and so uh, what was funny about it was they just called me and um, out of the blue and said, hey, this is Essence. And I was like, Essence who? <laughs> it was like, this is like 
the essence. I was like, the essence, essence. Like, okay, yeah, I know essence. I think now. And they was like, no, the magazine essence. And um, they liked my Men Don't Heal We Ho book. Uh, one of the writers there for Love and Relationships had had read the book and was like, hey, can you just? Do you think you could write an article for us? And I was like, yeah, I could write an article for you. Can you get it done by tomorrow? Yeah, I can get it done by tomorrow. And so I actually like wrote all night one article. And what's funny about this too is. Uh, it's really I mean, let me pat myself on the back for a second it really is you gotta announce it and you're still gonna do it I don't know if that matters uh-huh. if you announce it first you, do you think it matters uh-huh. if you announce it first it don't matter yeah. okay it's yeah. still like yeah. it's still like ugh yeah um I just sat down I, I, I never had any training never had any thought I just wrote a book and then I just sat down and wrote an article like you know I was like okay I'm gonna write an article and I'm gonna write 10 different things. And a lot of times I always start out with that in mind. Like, I'm gonna write 10 ways to go from girlfriend to wife. And I just boom, wrote it. And it was the most popular article on Essence.com for that year. And, um, and it's been reposted in, uh, magazines and, uh, blog spots in London and South Africa. Um, some places in the Caribbean. It was translated to French for a magazine in Canada. And so the article has really traveled all around. So I think it's um, a great perspective. And um, because me being older, I got married at 40 and um, I waited and I was looking for that perfect guy. Um, And I finally had to recognize, you know, nobody's perfect. I'm not perfect. Um, And so I wasn't looking for the perfect guy so much as um, um, Mr. Right for me, Mr. Perfect for me. Um, And so I think that. These things kind of in your article touch on things that help you to um, not just be who you want to be for your future spouse, but to help you kind of figure out the character of your future spouse. Yeah, and I think, too, what I try to do in the article, like maybe, OK, we got 10 things, right? So maybe maybe two of them you hate, right? I don't know. Maybe, I think all mm-hmm. 10 are within reason. Um, all 10 have. Uh, a, a, a spirit of let's do what's best for the marriage. How can I be yeah. the best wife that I can be? Um, how can I make my husband happy? You know, it's not necessarily that they're, you know, I'm not writing 10 things that are perfect for women per se. It's more 10 things that are perfect in a marriage that adds value to a marriage all the way down to when we, I talk about sex later, you know, sex is important so in a, a marriage. So that's a good point so, to, um, you know, to, what we, to, highlight is that um, this article is giving women who are single things to do um, to kind of, I guess, shine a light on who you are as a woman for a man. Um, But they also are things that carry over into marriage. So once you get married, you're not done. Right. And and really, it kind of outlines too um, what you need to be able to do. And and these are things that I don't think I asked anything that is difficult or hard, unreasonable. These is, this is what you do and for people who fantasize about marriage. This is what marriage will look okay, like. If so you're that doing being it. said, let's get into it. <laughs> let's keep it moving. Let's keep it moving. So your first one is be a woman all day, everywhere. Um, and it talks about having respect and pride and dignity in yourself. Um, and one of the points that you made that I really like, um, if your friends take advantage of you, your man will too. Um, if your coworkers, your, your supervisors take advantage of you, your man will too. So you need to be confident in yourself and um, be 
as you put it, sexy, sweet, sassy, feminine, and most of all, womanly. Right, like, and I and I just wanted women to understand that you have to be strong. Like, you 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 may become weak for your man, but you have to be a strong woman. And we need strong women, especially in this day and age, when a lot of us men haven't been properly trained I, to be a husband. And so we need women who are more closely trained and, to be a yeah, wife. Yeah, I would say not say be, be weak for your man, but be soft for your man. Yes, that's correct. Be soft for your man, but be hard because. We're not perfect, you know, and sometimes we get to tripping. I, I, I was giving someone an example over the weekend in this, um, whereas I remember early on in my marriage, I was going out. And my wife was like, where are you going? And I was like, <laughs> I was like okay, I'm going to pop it up. And she yes, was like, <laughs> where are you going? <laughs> I really like thought like, yes. like, I, I think. I think, and I, you know, you know, was trying to find where it was written down. I got to tell her. And I, I, you, you know what? I think I got to tell her. Own. I'm just going to give her this. Right. I can't just leave and just walk out. I can't just walk out the door. You know what I'm saying? And so then she was like, okay, where are you going after that? I said, like, wait a minute. You're taking this too far. You know what I'm saying? She was, I was like, you want to know where I'm going after yeah, I leave Papa Those? Like, isn't it enough? That I gave you one location? You know, she was like, no, I want to know everywhere my husband is. And I was like, what? Really? She was like, what if something happened to you? What if you go missing? I don't know what you was doing. I don't know where you was. I don't, I'm concerned. I want to know where you're at. I said, you want to know every move I make? So if I go from Papados to Champs to Wingstop to Cafe Brazil, yes, I want to know all of it and the times you're there. You know, and I'm like, I- I'm not checking in. She was like, but if I call you and you're not what you say you are, <laughs> right. it's going to be a problem. <laughs> so then I got to do stuff. Like when she called me, I'm at Papa Do's, And then when I go to Champs, she called me. I got to not answer and then go back okay, to Papa Do's and call her from there. act like this is such a big deal. It's a text message. It's just a, hey, babe, I'm going from Papa Do's to Champs. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Uh, I ain't doing Whatever. it. I'm just going to, you know, I'm, this is where I go rogue. <laughs> Well, I go rogue on the podcast, you know what I'm saying? I ain't doing it. You do, I do it. And, but I do assume, I'm, I'm not, what I'm going to say is I do assume that it's going to be a problem <laughs> if I get caught somewhere I'm not supposed to be. I, I do understand, like I said, when she called and I'm not at Papa Do's, I'm not going to respond. I'm going to drive back to Papa Do's and call from the parking lot like, yeah, I was at Papa Do's the whole time. You know what I'm saying? So I jump through those kind of hoops. Just to keep a little bit of my manhood. Like, I ain't got to be talking oh, about that all the time. Whatever. But all right. <laughs> but, but the point, yeah, the point was that, that, that we want women to be strong, man. And if you let a man, if you allow a man to run over you, he exactly. will. Like, I had a woman tell me one time, she said, when will my husband start showing me more respect? And I looked at her and I said, um. <laughs> you get it? Like. Like, it's a random day. Like, every Tuesday, we reset. (laughs) Right. But she was dead serious. Like, you know, I'm like, I'm like, every Tuesday, there's a reset. And maybe this time, the reset, like, the update to your iPhone, when it come automatically, the reset will download and your husband, he will start respecting you. You know what I mean? We automatically give you respect based on your position. If you are the president, we automatically respect you. If you are my husband, we automa- I automatically respect you. And so that's how women think. Men, on the other hand, respect you based on you earning it. Yeah, you got to earn it. 
like another quick one was too. A woman said to me one day, she said, uh, can you tell my husband to start coming home at a reasonable hour? And I was like, am I a principal or something here? Like, like I can't like institute, you know, rules in your household like that. Who, no one's going to respect that. I'm not going to, Hey, you need to have your ass at the house by 12 o'clock. You know what I mean? Like I said, you got to do that and y'all got to agree on the time. And then if you have time on an agreement, I can help, you know, with an agreement, but I can't hand out punishment. I can't hand out discipline in a marriage. That's got to come from you, woman. And so you got to be woman, like be, don't be a little girl. You got to be a grown woman. And if you're not ready to be a grown well, that, woman, again, you're is not a ready challenge to be married. For us because we already come into this with some idea of how to be a wife. And a lot of times husbands come into it with no clue. Okay. So next. Be independent. Um, And this is not just about money, but it's about being an independent thinker and taking the time to learn what works best for you and knowing yourself and who you are and not letting anybody, anybody be able to change that or deter you from what you know is right or wrong. It's it's disappointing that this one is so difficult because um, I've seen relationships where the woman changed to the woman mm-hmm. the husband wanted her to be. He said it again. The woman changed to the woman that the husband wanted her to be, mm-hmm. and then he didn't want her mm-hmm. anymore. Um, and that happens. That's that's girlfriends too. Like you're in a relationship, and you think you know a man is putting off. This is what I want. This is what I'm expecting. These are you know he's setting all the terms. We only gonna talk every other day. Right. Um, we only gonna go out on Fridays. Right. And she falls in line yep. and then he doesn't respect her because she not checking him on what you do on the days we don't talk and that we don't go out. Yep. Yep. And so if you're not an independent thinker, like meaning that the other part of that is, is that I have my own thoughts and, and I, and our relationship is not necessarily planned by exactly. your plan. It's not your plan. It is our plan, and I have a lot of women who really only know how to agree with their man. That's all they know how to do is whatever he got planned, and that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna get, we're gonna be engaged for this amount of time. We're gonna get married on this day. We're gonna, you know, we're gonna have kids at this time, and you know. And I'm like, no, it's not hot. It's not sexy. It's not balanced. And I think it play. I think over the long haul, it and makes that's it worse how for we're taught. So I'm just like, that is my goal is to teach the world <laughs> because. Um, we as women are taught to do whatever it takes to make your man happy. And little do you know, half the time what he's saying or what he's doing is not what's going to make him happy. I really wish that, like, you could convey, like, how, and I don't know if we have even the time. That may be a whole nother show. I just remember, I was, I will always remember when you said to me one day that the woman is not built to protect herself against the man. And I was like, that's, that's one of the most profound things I've ever heard. Like, because and, and, in our design, and, the man is supposed to be our protector. He's supposed to protect us against everything, including himself. And so, but man, that's amazing. Like, and I, and I try to bring that in when I'm coaching couples and trying to say to women, to women, like he's supposed to protect you. And if you can't hold them to your standard of protection, then you cannot yeah, be with them. Yeah, that's a tough one. You know, like, like if you can't be submissive to the, to the man, then you're not supposed you to be with them. Stand if up you don't and go them. off and tell somebody off about how they treating their woman 
and then turn around and treat her like crap. I've seen it. That's just crazy to me. But anyway, so yes, that goes back to being independent, being strong in self and knowing right from wrong and not taking anything less. Set your standards. And if you are one to excel, make sure you set excellent standards. Yeah, no, no. And then once you, I, I get a lot of women who know right from wrong, but they doubt themselves. And I believe in the woman's discernment. You know what I mean? I believe in a woman. A woman is more advanced in terms of initially having an understanding and a path toward a relationship. You know what I mean? Like when a man and a woman meet, we thinking about sex. The woman is thinking about, okay, you know, she might be thinking about sex too, but she could also be thinking about, okay, how do I, you know, make this relationship turn into something that's worth my time? How do I show the great you know, things about me. How do I learn more about him? Well, we have none of that thought process. That's where it becomes a challenge because women start to question themselves because you can be with a man and you can be like, um, like he can kiss a woman in front of you and you can be like, how dare you kiss that woman? And he'll say, what woman? And you'd be like that woman standing right next to you. There's no woman next to me. And the man will be adamant. (laughs) And and you're like, well, like, maybe I'm, I'm imagining the woman next to him. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've had women who have come to me, like maybe after the divorce, and just really was just looking for me to validate that they weren't crazy in the marriage. And I'm like, no, we're in a healing process. We're in a forgiving process. We're moving forward. We don't have to dwell on wrong or right a year ago person you know how can we learn from this situation to make sure that when we are blessed to get another spouse you know or another relationship or whatever if that's what you want to be blessed with that is that what you pray about that we will not but have the same mistakes from the past some men use that crazy making until you feel like you are so insecure in everything about yourself that you know, you now are carrying that forward. And that's something that you have to heal from to be able to have another healthy relationship. Anyway, I feel like we're going on a whole different path. (laughs) But bring it back. (laughs) Some of them, hey, some of them is going to be me going and then some of them is going to be you going. But the point was 10 things, 10 ways to go from girlfriend to wife. So the next one is to stay on your tippy toes. Um, and this one, you say, Stephen, you say, don't get comfortable or lazy on your man. And that is so important. Um, don't think he's just going to marry you because you've been together for X number of years or whatever. And you say, get finer, get smarter, be better. Um, so grow in who you are and just become a better person and, and make, be somebody that your husband or your, excuse me, your boyfriend or whoever is excited to see um, what you're going to do next. I had, and that came from, I was working with a, uh, a woman one time who had recently broke off a relationship of like three or four years. And she was just like, I don't know how we didn't progress our relationship to marriage. I'm the same woman today as I was three years ago. And I'm like, that's the yeah. problem. Cause you the same, you know what I mean? Like all of us want to marry people who are improving and getting better. And like I said, getting finer, getting smarter, getting better, you know, just 
all of us need to be improving in every way that we are in order to be successfully married. If I'm going to be married to you today and five years from now, you know what I'm saying? And 10 years from now, you can't be the same person. Oh, we got to be better. Um, so the next one is turn his house into a home. <laughs> and this one cracks me up. Cause we, I just had this conversation yesterday and my husband was like, what, what a charger? Like he, I, he was just tripping that chargers are so important. And he was like, I just thought it was a bigger plate. Um, but um, yours is as a single brother, you said your crib had um, the bare necessities and your woman came by and slowly started to upgrade your stuff and and, you know, bring pictures and, and um, artwork and and painting rooms and, and just decorating your house and just adding kind of a woman's touch. And those are things that a lot of men just don't know about. I mean, you may have somebody who's like a super metro dude, but the average guy does not have a charger in his house. The average guy just doesn't have, like, the average guy is not, like, I had, like, a painting, but the painting was uh, Biggie and Tupac, and everybody had that painting. Everybody had the, the painting. Remember the painting when Biggie and Tupac was sitting at the table? Yeah, yeah, the t- yeah. yeah that, that, I had that on the wall. You know what I'm saying? And one day, my my wife, my girlfriend at the time was like, hey, you know, that's not, like, considered, like, art. That's more like you got you know, you got a poster yeah, in your living room. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you know, and and, uh, and I understand, like, she brought in mirrors. And I was like, put a mirror on the wall? Like, why? Like, mirrors for looking in to see how your clothes look. You know what I'm saying? And she was like, no, mirror adds length. Right, it adds length to the wall. And it adds a classy feel to it. Like, she had all these things. And, and, and that made me say, oh, she's different. Because I had dated so many women who were just there to hang out with me and to be with me. We just going to have sex and it's not going to go anywhere because I don't know you have anything else to offer. I think this is a great point. Like this is something that should be highlighted out of the, all the other ones. Um, because one, as a woman, our instinct is to not do this. Um, when we really want to, because when we're with a guy who doesn't seem to be progressing in the relationship, we've been together for X amount of time. I don't want to scare him off by bringing stuff in his house. Now, mind you, you're not going to do this on the first date, but, um, yeah, but once you a couple months in bringing a candle over or, um, you know, asking him if, if he wants an accent wall or something, um, those kind of things, you know, enlighten the man. Um, and it also separates the men from the boys. Now, if he starts say, tripping and being like, oh, dog, she done left pillows in my house. She got to go. Then, you know, that's not the one. That's a good sign for you to know. That's a good sign for the woman to know exactly. that, OK, this man is not ready and I exactly. need not waste any more time. And I because and I, I, I distinctly remember things like when my wife bought the candles, like I went to light the candles. And she was like, <laughs> no, boo, you don't light those. Put that above the fireplace on the mantle. This is a candle display. Like, it had, like, ro- little rocks. It's decorative, you know what I mean? It had rocks, and there were different sized candles and all that. She said, no, you don't like that. You just sit there, and it's going to add some ambiance to your room and to your fireplace. And then I remember, like, one day we were in the kitchen, and she said, get that Pyrex from down there. And I was like, I don't have no Pyrex. She was like, get that Pyrex from under the cabinet right there. I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't have no Pyrex in no cabinet. Now. And she was like, I purchased Pyrex and put it in your cabinet because I can't cook over here without Pyrex. I, I knew I was going to cook and I bought Pyrex and I just put it under the cabinet where it go. And I look, open up the cabinet. I'm like, is this glass dish a Pyrex? <laughs> and she's like, yeah. Get that out of here. <laughs> I didn't even know what it was. 
Like it's just a glass dish. Yeah. You know, what you do with it? Like you gonna put stuff yeah. in it and put it in the oven, you know, oh okay, I thought you only do that like with chicken or something like that. Like if you said get a dish to put some chicken in, I'd have did that. But I ain't had none of that. I mean it's just all and like what she said, uh, you should do an accent wall right here. I was like, an accent wall? Like I didn't really I wasn't even paying attention to all that kind of stuff. And so she just brought value into my life. Like even times when I would say things, let's have a barbecue and I might have a barbecue and she would, um, she would say, I would just, I'm going to get chips and barbecue, get some sauce, get some green beans. I'll get some cookies from that bakery over there. And she was just like, can you, let's bake a cake. You know, like she actually wanted me to treat my guests like, like real people instead of like my friend. I feed them more than me. Like, like I will barbecue. Right, like like I would barbecue and I'll just leave it on the stove. You know what I'm saying? And she was like, "Hey, you know these little candle things are not that cheap that you can get and keep your food warm for the mm-hmm. entire time of the party." And I was like, "They know what kind of food get done." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, if they don't get here at five, the food is gonna be cold at six. That's on them. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I was a dude. I was I was a barbarian. Terrible. I did not but, know. And, and I think that's another thing to highlight that um, initially, as a woman, you might get this reaction from your man. Like, I don't need all that. What is all that? Like, um, he he initially might have that reaction. And that does, is not necessarily a bad thing. And that does not necessarily mean he's not the one. Now, if he freaks out and, and is like... Um, you know, hiding stuff or throwing stuff or, or asking you not to bring the stuff after the initial reaction, then run. Exactly. If he, if he rejects, you know, the edu- the education. Um, oh, one more. I had I had a, just a couple months ago. I was talking about this article with a a person and relationship coaching, and and she was frustrated because they had been dating for like four years and they hadn't got married yet, and and they weren't engaged. And I was like, well, tell me some more about it. And I started talking about this. And I said, turn this house into a home. And she started crying when I said it. And, and when I, cause I gave her those examples. And I was like, why are you, why did that make you start crying? She said, cause he's been in this house for two years. We've been dating for four years. His mother just came in town last month and bought him curtains. Mm. And she was like, I knew he needed curtains, but I didn't, I didn't tell him. I didn't go get him. I didn't, add any value i just be in the house with the blinds and i, I do i don't know about no window treatment you know what i'm saying like i really didn't understand the purpose of curtains like to me everything gotta have a purpose my, my wife was like just to make your house look nice and i was like oh my my blinds are, are dope though i got great blinds i spent extra money on some blinds you know what i'm saying <laughs> like these are the high quality wood two inch or three inch thick blinds and i'm like that's it i'm done with the windows my wife was like, no, we're going to get these curtains. The curtains got to go all the way to the floor. They got to match the decor of the room. And I was like, let's just go back. And she was like, no, you don't just buy curtains. You got to make sure what furniture you're going to have. I was like, really got to do all that? Yes. Men don't know. And that woman did not do that. And, and, her, and, his, and his mother came in. And yeah, I curtains. think one thing that you just pointed out that basically covers this whole list is add value. Add value in ways that he can't or doesn't know how to on his own. Um. Right. Exactly. And so the next one is be a godly woman. Um, and we as women all say we want a godly man, but are we actually exemplifying that for um, the man that we're with? Um, like, do we actually read the Bible? Do we actually follow the Bible? 
Um, do we pray? That's one thing that um, is I don't hear much about in relationships. Like, do you pray together? Do you pray for him? Like, do you just say in the midst of something, do you say, hey, babe, let's just stop and pray because he's got X, Y or Z going on and um, just cover him like that's what a man needs is to know that his wife is there and covering him and and she knows God and she has a relationship with God. And in, in the future, she'll be able to teach, um, you know, and pass that word on to their kids. The only thing I can say about this is, is there's nothing more humbling. You tell me if you could think of something more humbling than this. There's nothing more humbling than to have your partner pray right. over you. Right. I totally agree. You know, like, like, like for real, like if you just, just, I, I've been in situations where I was about to go on TV or I was tired or I was stressed or I was sick and I had my wife just grab me in the back of a studio and just lay hands on me and Father Jesus, please be with my husband as he goes in this endeavor. Please watch over him and, you know, just pray over me or when I'm sick, like, and you know, I, I didn't been sick and, you know, not crazy deathbed sick but just i'm just sick and i'm not feeling well and just to have her just pray over me to give me strength or healing or to bless me and I, and, and and the times that she's done I, i'll just pass out like i'll just be gone wake up and you know and i ain't gonna say i'm wake up i'm amazing that'd be funny though right but uh then i woke up on and i was i was perfect after that and i was strong and i did and i ran 10 miles after that you know i <laughs> and i ain't saying it's gotta be all that but it's just very humbling to have her just talk to God about me. And so, and even if you're not a super spiritual or religious or Christian person or whatever, and th- and even if you don't need it today, there will be a time where you and, need I somebody. I mean, that's how, that's how mine got me. Like I was having a very, very stressful time at work with, with a client and when we were dating and he just stopped and started praying over me. Um, and I was just like, Wow. <laughs> I was just speechless and like you said, humbled and yeah, yeah, he got me. So you gonna just say yes, humble, I am even though I say yes, humble? Yes, I am. Just gonna do that. Just gonna correct me live on the podcast. That's what I, I got what it's humble, huh? Okay. Okay, so the next one is uh watch his mama and do what she do. Um, and you say you don't have to be his mama, but I mean that to that Example that you just spoke about when mama come, comes in and, and hangs some curtains, um, she could have followed right along and uh, brought some pillows to match the curtains instead of crying about it. Um, exactly. But um, exactly. your example is like during the holidays when you're at your man's family's house, if grandmama and mama and auntie are all in the kitchen and you in the den watching the game, um, y'all may be having a good time, but he probably ain't going to stay with you. Right. He looking for, and this is not about some old school woman should be in the kitchen every single day and be barefoot and pregnant in the kitchen. I'm nowhere near on that. I'm just talking about when you go home for the first time or the first couple of times with your partner there, there it's, it's an interview, right? And so you want to put your best foot forward. It's, it's just like if the dudes are outside in the yard, you know, working on the car, you in the house watching young and the restless. You know what I'm saying? Dad gonna come in and say, "Don't marry that soft dude." You know what I mean, or whatever. You know, you, just, you know, some dudes lifting a refrigerator 
you know, going through the living room to the to the kitchen, and you just watch them do it. You don't offer yeah. to lend a hand or nothing. Like we, and and then and the big thing about mom too is mom is looking for a woman that can yes, take care is. of her son. And if you don't exhibit that, Mm-mm. she ain't gonna at support all. You. And you want mama as an ally. No, I'm just saying. I got my my mama stories. I know that I have two brothers, and my mother is watching like a hawk, and and she's critiquing. And yes, that you know, um, my brother brought home. Um, his girlfriend is a chef, and um, you know, just the fact that she could cook and, and you know has all these. Things, my mother has definitely become her ally versus others who have been like uh, mama is not gonna take it and she will let him know it every which way that she don't like that girl and that's you just said the key that mama becomes an ally and that is why you in the kitchen you know with mama you know doing some minuscule task maybe <laughs> you cracking eggs or something or you know you throwing flour or you spinning a pizza there i don't know or you seasoning the meat you know, you adding value again, you helping out instead of just yeah. sitting on your butt watching the game, you know, because all of this could be times for adding value and building rapport so exactly. you can have mama be an ally. Um, but I read this just the, this last time that I read it. And my first thought was, is this still true for millennials? Like, is 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 that traditional woman in the kitchen or woman doing, you know, the decor? Um, is that still even valid? I believe it is because, um, I mean, a lot of the core uh, fundamental responsibilities or things of a relationship will ring true forever, you know, in terms of how to get to the man and through his stomach. And I don't think that means that you have to actually cook for the man every day. Like, I don't I no longer believe for the record, I no longer believe in woman cooking every day. Life is just too fast. Uh, we got too much going on. My mother used to get home at five every day so she can cook every day. My wife don't get home till seven. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to wait for her to get home. So we starving. My son need to eat. No, we're not doing all that. You know, and so we try to plan in advance. I try to cook when I can. <laughs> she'll say never, basically. You can uh, be the best yeah, to my dad's dad case orderer ever. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the best. I'm the best. I'll go and order food from Central Market and just stock up and we'll eat. You know what I mean? And all that. But I'm not on some traditional sense of, and and, and really I focus on being happy. Right. And so when I talk about stuff like that, I'm just saying that be happy. Just do what makes your each other happy. You know, um, don't be on some some old and to my men, don't be that dude that's like where my dinner at. Like I'm I'm not feeling that. That's you know, like that's so and the reason why I say this is cause my mother was not happy. So we got a lot of men who like I watched my mother serve men. Like I watched my mother go to work and my father go to work and my father come home and sit at a table and put his hat down like he did something different than what she did. <laughs> no, she went to work too. And she she come running in to cook yep. and she totally stressed out, you know, and, the, and it's gotta be hot. Like it was, the food, I don't know how they did it back then, but the food was hotter. Maybe because it came off a stove <laughs> and not a microwave I or something. You know what I'm saying? It used to be piping hot. Right, that too. It was piping hot when they set the food down on the plate on the, on the table, right? And so, um, but I just remember thinking, like, now that I'm married and I got a wife, 
I want my wife to be happy. I think about her being happy before I think about her making sacrifice or me wanting some preconceived notion or me feeling like woman should be doing something every day or you need to wash dishes because you're a woman or you need to bring me a plate because you're a woman. Like, I don't believe in all that stuff. I believe in what makes both of us happy. And if she going to bring me a plate, what am I going to do for her? It's got to be an equal thing. I had to tell a group of men the other day, I said, I told a group of men the other day, I said, I don't let my wife outwork me around the house. I don't do it. I, I, like, I can't just lay on the couch while she's working and adding value to the house, you know? And it's a lot of men that do. A lot of men come on, play video games while the wife in the kitchen. Come on, play video games while, you know, wife is doing homework with the kids and all that kind of stuff. I don't have that capability. I got to be productive. She's being productive. I'm being productive. She washing dishes. I'm washing clothes. She bathing a baby. I'm folding clothes. You know what I mean? I'm doing something of value in the house. And that's not to say I can't enjoy myself. What I'll do is I'll just do it on the commercials. I'm watching the game. I, during the commercials, I'll go and put a load of laundry in. <laughs> that's multitasking. You know, and during the, during the, while you're watching, I'm multitasking. Or I can't just sit, you know, and do nothing. While she's being productive, I don't want her to build that resentment. Like, I don't want her to feel like like he's not doing nothing. He's a, And I get that all the time from women who say to me, my husband is not productive enough. He just watch the game all day Saturday. And we got to grow out of that. Even fellas. like if you have um, an all day Saturday um, that you usually like, this is your schedule or whatever. I don't think that's a bad thing. As long as those six other days you're doing something, um, I personally believe in having a Sabbath once a week and and you rest. But um, them other days you need to be getting to it. Okay, so um, challenge him is the next one, and I think this is another one that needs to be highlighted um, because you say if a man doesn't have to respect you, he won't. I mean that's that's just it. Right. <laughs> pretty clear like if you don't if you don't challenge him i mean that challenging and it 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 requires people to grow you know and so if you don't have the 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 idea that we're going to grow and evolve and get better and things like that you can't stay at the same place and we don't like i talked about earlier we don't we don't generally um get to a place where we just accept whatever that's the sad thing too about marriage is that people think that their partners will just accept whatever when they don't you know, like you, you search for perfection and you're not perfect. Like I don't, I, I think never we all understand. have a, an interesting self view. A lot of people just, you don't see your imperfections or you've learned to live with your imperfections. You don't think about it. Living with somebody else, you see their imperfections and it can be a constant reminder of what they are not doing that you would do or that you want done. Um, but yeah, so, um, you put in here, if you if my wife would allow me to have a girlfriend, I would, and I go to church every Sunday. You crazy. <laughs> you are crazy. <laughs> yeah. I just, just, I, I, I needed, I needed, um, a woman with a backbone. I'm just, I'm just saying that women that if you don't have a backbone, if you're afraid of your man, if you can't make him respect you. If the relationship is not balanced, it will not work over time because that's like, give me some scientific statement, Tamara. You know what I'm saying? Like it's scientific in terms of the weight uh, will yeah. win out yeah, that's if just, it's not that's balanced. That's the reality of it. Like that's how men are, are built. And um, 
like you said, women just have to have a, big, a backbone. Right. Like, if, like, say, for example, if you got a table and you got something really heavy on one side of the table, you know, over the years, that side of the table that's carrying the heavy side is going to get weaker and weaker and weaker. And you have to be able to balance out the table so the table could stand for a table could stand forever if it's balanced. You know, and, and balance meaning either nothing on it or a lot of stuff on it, whatever, as long as it's balanced, it has a better chance of lasting a long time. So the marriage has to be balanced. A man can't just stay out all night long. And a lot of times we got to be brought in. Like I said, my wife had to tell me that I can't just go. I can't just walk out of the house. If if, if my wife would have allowed it, I probably would just walk out the house. Like, we'll be here talking, whatever. The next thing you know, she had a door closed. <laughs> you know, she like, what? What was that? Somebody breaking it? No, that's, she called me like, I think somebody broke in. Like, no, that I just left. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how it would be without Crazy. balance. I would just roll. Anyway, um, the next one I really, really <laughs> love. Um, and it says, be his biggest fan. Women need love and men need their ego stroked. We need your support, your encouragement, and to know that you believe in us. Tell him that he is a good man, that you're lucky to have him, that he is special and better than, than you thought. And that's awesome. Um, if he doesn't feel like a man, he's not going to be a good man to you. That's real. Yeah. I think that's it. Just, just, just keep that one simple. Be his biggest fan. For some reason, we have a problem with being humble with our partners. It's very weird. Like, you know, to be able to say, Hey, you were great. Like you are awesome. Like, like raw like you go you get it like you're awesome you know what i mean i don't know why we can't do that um and that goes right into the next one it's nurture him and um you say the art of nurturing a man has been lost um talking sweet to a man whispering sweet nothings in his ear hugging him holding him squeezing him um and and you point out that being a black man is hard um but the nurturing of a good woman makes it that much easier I see too many conflicts where the woman and the man are screaming back and forth at each other. Whereas I think that if the woman would say, babe, sit down, babe, stop, stop, honey, stop yelling, relax. We're having a conversation. I love you. You love me. We're going to work through it. Calm down. Like, you know, pat him on the, on the hand, calm him down. Like, but women today are like, motherfucker, fuck you too. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, or whatever, you know what I mean? Just like, they ready for the fight. Like, it's I got just, some it's, it's really difficult because what you're asking Ooh. in this whole article is for balance. You are asking for a woman to have a backbone and to still be soft. And it's just hard to find that middle ground. It's either I'm hard or I'm soft. <laughs> no. And you got to figure out what a balance is can't be hard or soft and in that moment what i'm saying is you can say when he's screaming yelling going crazy or even vice versa honey we don't have to shout okay sit down let's let's sit down you're too excited calm down you know what let's talk about this when both of us are in a better place emotionally like you can control it you can say oh, honey let's not you you're yelling right now i don't want to have a yelling match i'm not interested let's not do this honey please honey Maybe, okay, you know what? It was my fault. I apologize. Let me try and restate it. You know, maybe I misunderstood, you know, or let me, take responsibility. Try to just bring it down a notch. You know what I'm saying? Like, like me and my wife used to have something early on. We used to fight all the time called check yourself, right? And so when somebody was getting out of line, somebody else get to say, check yourself, right? And we agreed that if you said check yourself, it didn't matter how you said it. 
is if you said those three words, check your. Can I make it three? Or is it gonna be two? It's gonna be two. Huh? <laughs> check yourself, right? And so it didn't matter. I know he's on the record. But I was trying to get ahead of it. You know I cannot. With you. And so <laughs> if you say, <laughs> and so if you say check yourself, and maybe some people can do that now. If you say check yourself, you have to check yourself. That means that the person who was loud and getting upset gotta bring it down a notch that's automatic okay. you could agree all right that. so uh your last one is be the freakiest person he knows and i don't know how you put that in there with the bible but um <laughs> i would say give him the impression that you are the freakiest person he knows he doesn't have to know what all you can do or will do or whatever but let him let him know that there's there's some stuff in pandora's box yeah, um, and even once I, I find that once women get married, we still have this thing where we are kind of shy. Um, there's a lot of women that are still like, you know, can't say the P word yes. out loud. You know what the P word is? No. They can't. Can we say it on the podcast? <laughs> they can't say the P word out loud. And, you know, to their husband, I'm like, just just with your husband, be nasty with your husband. You know what I'm saying? Like, Like, he don't get to be nasty with nobody else. You know, he don't, oh, I wish I could just go there. I would get in so much trouble. Like, I really wish that I can give you some of the insight that I give wives in counseling when I'm like challenging them to be more risky, to be more nasty, to be more, you know, fun, to be more adventurous and not be people that's just making love all the time. I don't want to make love the rest of my life. Like, I want to make love a lot, but I'm going to do some other stuff. Anybody who wants specifics can email you. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I can't, you know, <laughs> no. I can't. Man, if I was on here, going I think hard, you made so your point. Trouble. So now um, <laughs> we need to kind of wrap up the show. Um, but um, we can say we can save okay. the relationship stuff for next um, week. Uh, you know what? Let's just go ahead and you you know want to say something about yeah. You know, about um, I like just that. I am completely so this government our our government on a daily basis um especially with the president that we have there's something crazy that happens um this tragedy in las vegas um 59 at least 59 people were killed um about hundreds um i've i've heard 300 of our 500 hundreds were injured um and i just do not understand the concept of um, let's not politicize this issue. It is not, it is not about politicizing an issue. It is about resolving an issue that we have on a day-to-day basis. Um, I read somewhere there were 1,518 shootings since Sandy Hook. And yet we still do not have gun control. I found um, a, a letter that Gerald Ford, Jimmy Carter, and Ronald Reagan had written in 1993. These are three different presidents with three different, or at least two different ideologies um, from two different parties who all came together to beg Congress not to allow AK-47s to be sold publicly. Um, however, they have that was completely ignored. That was 23 years ago. And um, we are still seeing these issues and they're getting progressively worse and worse and worse. Um, I'm just praying um, if you were in the state of Texas, I need you to call John Cornyn, 
Ted Cruz or your state representative and tell them that we are totally against the Gun Silencing Act. Um, it, it, they call it the hearing. Oh, I forgot what it's called. Um, but they, they renamed it to make it sound like it's, it's about hearing. But at the end of the day, there is no reason, even if you're hunting, there's no reason why you need a silencer on your gun. And then there's no reason why you need an automatic or a semi-automatic weapon. How do you feel about the, um, the law with, uh, open carry on campus? I think that is crazy. Like they had, they just, you know, a few years ago reopened the tower because they had that shooting in the tower, um, what, 40 years, 30, 40 years ago. Um, or, and I just think that open carry on a college campus is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, just God bless those families and friends and, you know, hopefully something gets done. So, but, uh, let's wrap it up. Then, um, so please, I'll do it. Please be sure to subscribe and follow our podcast so you can be automatically alerted when we produce a new episode on iTunes, Spreaker.com, Google Play, YouTube, and SoundCloud. Tell a friend, thanks for listening. The Voice Not Option podcast. I was going to say bye, like y'all. bye, y'all. Bye, or something y'all. like that you want to do. <laughs> <laughs>